Hello and welcome to the Poster Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm joined by none other than what would you be called now, uh, Kaunda Chama? <laughs> this is Kaunda Four Rings K. Chama, how you doing? <laughs> you know, as a Lakers fan, you'd think you'd be 17 rings, but apparently you're a blonde, a, a LeBron yes. fan before a Lakers fan. So I am a LeBron fan. <laughs> LeBron. No, um... LeBron James. <laughs> I'm just four rings uh, this week. I'll be 17 rings next week. Okay, okay. So Big we're shout adding out to a, Rajan Rondo. Adding another three, 13 rings. Um, but uh, good job. Good job. The Lakers were really incredible in that run to the championship. And I think, um, you know, as much as, as, and I think I speak for all player haters, um, there were a lot of people who felt the Clippers would go all the way. Um, the Lakers just did everything they needed to in order to win this championship. What sort of stood out for you in terms of just how good this run was? Was it the playing style? Was it the composition of the roster? Is it LeBron himself, AD? What what was the thing that, that really sort of catalyzed everything for you? Cyrus, first of all, i got to give a big shout out to the Miami Heat. Uh, I didn't expect them to perform as well as they did, taking two well, I did say Lakers in six in our, in our yeah. last podcast when we had like Kimbore, but I, I did say it's a modest six. So I thought I'd say Lakers in six just as a safety net, but I was actually expecting Lakers in five. Then the Miami uh, Heat proved me right, Cyrus. Lakers in six, which means they, they took two games. But what, what stood out for me, first of all, on the Heat side, in order for them to take a game, Jimmy Butler needed to score at least 35 points and put up a triple-double, which mm. was not a sustainable solution. First nope. of all, Goran Dragic gets injured, a key piece. And, and even when he came back for game six, he really wasn't himself. Yeah. I'm at the bio who also got injured. When he came back, I, I, I think he was more, it was more the presence and the intangibles than the actual Bama de bio that we used yeah. to. He but still you could see there was that niggle in the shoulder stroke neck thing that he had going. So they really showed up, Cyrus. I mean, they, they were a team. I, I, in the bottom of my heart, I knew they wouldn't win, right? But yeah. I didn't expect them to put up that big of a fight because that was a fight, Cyrus. That's like... No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, what is it like? It, it's like... It's like Captain America trying to punch out Thanos, if you will. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the size differences, and it's just like, dude, why are you punching? You're gonna get knocked out. But he's like, nah, I gotta go. You all gotta the way. go if for I'm gonna it. Get yeah. knocked out, if I'm gonna lose this fight, I'm gonna get knocked out. I'm yeah, not and, just gonna go down away. swinging. Go down swinging. And, and I think that's what's really interesting here because when I think about this finals, in a way, you know, the the Miami Heat were almost seen to be. It was a David versus Goliath affair. Um, heading into it because the Heat had taken down some really big teams um, that I guess perhaps a lot of people didn't expect them to and that comes yep. down to the playing style, coaching, the players putting up really great numbers but sometimes you get to a bridge that's just a bridge too far and I think that the finals and the Lakers was just that because yes they had the injury issues and those are always terrible for a fan when you're just trying to watch two teams compete to become champions. Mm -hmm. But you also had certain players who couldn't elevate and not that that makes them bad players. But, you know, somebody like Tyler Hero had really played out of his skin um, in leading up to the NBA Finals. And what you saw was perhaps where other teams had gotten it wrong. The Lakers treated him like he was a veteran star, knowing that he's an outlet for the Heat. And so if they locked him down, 
he didn't have a chance to hurt them. And Hero didn't have much in the finals. Um, and and that's Cyrus. the kind of player they needed. Cyrus, let me tell you something, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you, you know I'm a Laker fan, right? Yeah. But let me, let, let me mention three names. You 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 know Bam Adebayo can play. You you, yeah. you know Dragons can play. You 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 know Jimmy Butler is a legend in the making, right? Mm. If he go, if his things go well to him, he might even start getting, you know, um, Hall of Fame mentions. But let me mention three names: yeah. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. Cyrus, mm. those kids. I call them kids because I'm grown and I'm old. <laughs> those kids came into the finals playing like they've been there before. Mm. Cyrus, there was some fearlessness about them. The way they took shots and made shots, not just took shots, but made shots. Yeah. The way they went up against vets, the way they shot that three. Cyrus, I was looking at these kids, I was saying the nerve of these young kids. They have no respect for their elders. You look LeBron in the face and you take that shot. You look J.R. Smith in the face. You look anybody in the face. Dwight Howard, you don't care. Youngsters these days. And they made them, Cyrus. I was so impressed. I'm a Laker fan, but I was watching it objectively saying, there's youngsters right here. They're just making shots like like it's practice or something, which was quite impressive because if I look at Mm. that Heat team, if they keep that core together, that's trouble coming to the Eastern Conference. Believe me, Cyrus, mark my words. If they hold that core together and and Jimmy stays there for a good number of years, that's a problem team in the East, Cyrus. They they closed out everybody in the finals. They were like, Bucks, how's it going? Yeah, the playoffs, yeah. The playoffs, they did that. In the finals, sorry. And and, and then, I mean, in the playoffs, sorry. And then they they met the, 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 the very, very favored uh you know milwaukee bucks who i thought would make it all the way maybe even give the lakers big most people did boom out cyrus they met a very motivated boston celtics they were like yeah you know you might have a big fight about you but we're here to see whoever mm. comes out of the west and i'm not even going to mention what they did to the indiana Pacers because you and i both yeah. remember almost shedding a tear watching that series <laughs> go down. but cyrus I was very impressed with those three youngsters. If that's the future of the the, the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat is in good hands. Well, it looks that way. It looks that way. I'm just not sure though, Kay, because when I look at that Heat team, I think there's still a lot of growing that they need to do. And one of the things that they now have are tradable assets. They didn't have that before these guys went on this tear. You know, Duncan Robinson wasn't really anybody that people were were speaking about. Neither was Uh this rookie Tyler Hero. And you wouldn't expect that from a rookie, that kind of performance. And even Kendrick Nunn to come out of nowhere and, and become a good role player. But you also feel, and this is how I look at it, sometimes that the heat uh, they're targeting the 2021 free agency where there's some big names who might be um, available Um, some people also mentioning Giannis potentially going to Miami as as an option because you know he want he'll he'll want to win a chip. I mean, if Costas has a, a championship, there is no ways Giannis is going to rest on his laurels and not try and win a championship. Mark my words: if my brother wins a chip, I'm winning a chip. You know, so <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Um, I, I actually saw a, a very funny meme today, which said Yanis plans to dress up as Costas for Halloween, so he can be a champion. <laughs> which I thought the was a disrespect. low blow. 
the disrespect. <laughs> Two-time MVP, Yanis Atetokounmpo. But, you know, winning a championship yeah, but, is but winning Costas a championship. Yeah, but Costas to look at you and say, one-time champion, Costas yeah. Atetokounmpo. But everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> knows the real deal. You know, be like, oh, yeah, well done, Costas. Um, you can, you know, but you still have my poster on your wall. So anyway, you know, I think that this Miami Heat team really do have the makings of something really good, especially with, you know, the... the the front office being the way it's set up. And then obviously with Coach Spolstra there, I think they've got a really great culture. They're building something. But we're, we're also way off the topic here. We started talking about your Lakers. You made it about Miami. That's nice. Let's get the Lakers stuff out the way so um, we can talk about other basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Cyrus, you, you know, in all fairness, I just I, I had to give the Heat uh, their props. But... You know, um, uh, the, the the Lakers took this uh, this series very well. I think I, mm. I, I enjoyed the fact that they, they they took game one and game two, which were not easy takes. And then game, game one game was two. as easy as it gets. Okay, let's. Let, uh, I Maybe not as six, easy as game six. Game, game six, six they broke the back of them. But game one, absolutely. after Dragic and Bam Adebayo go down, there was just no turning back. The Heat just had no response. So game two. Uh, the Heat showed a bit more fight. Game mm. three, they actually took that game. That's when Jimmy Butler put up that 40-point uh, mm. triple-double and, you know, broke a, a finals record. But still, the Lakers were like, look, we, we can still take this. So they take game four. And, uh, and that in, was in, it. That was the second punch. They, they take game four. But no, but the Heat were not done. So Jimmy look, Butler winning still that had next a game. bit of gas in him, right? W- winning but that the, next the game doesn't change is, anything. Yeah. No, 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 look, if you, Cyrus, if, if, if you're 3-1 down, then you make it 3-2. You, you you kind of make the other team worry a little bit. Like, yo, could these guys catch up? So but looking at the end of game five, Cyrus, yeah. Jimmy Butler was spent. There was a scene no, I he remember was done. where he was bent over the, the LED mm. platforms on the side of the court. And he was just... He was done. so hard. I, and, and when I saw him walk off the podium after the press conference and he looked like me after a good game in Randburg, I was like, yeah. you know what? I think we're done here. But, and, but that's and, and, it. That's it. And, 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 and is, the Lakers capitalized on that. But, but Cyrus, you see, the narrative was so, so interesting because we as the Lakers, if I may say that, came into game five with the Mamba jersey on. We were ready to close this series. And we were like, you know what? Enough is enough. We're, 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 we're sick and tired of playing with our dinner. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. play with your food. Isn't that what our parents always told us? Yes, It's time yes. to eat this food up. This is barbecue chicken. We're out of here. And boom, 35 from Jimmy Butler. But in that 35, I think he finished off whatever he had left in the tank. It was on E. It mm-hmm. was flashing. It was jerking. It there was move. nothing left. Was done. He gave and everything. Then, Come game five, Cyrus. Come game five. The Lakers were up by as much as 30 points in the first half. I think mm. they went into the half leading by 29 points. The game 29 six. points in game six, Cyrus. Yeah. It was insanity. I knew from the first half that we got this. No, they, they had done it. And, and this is the whole thing for me, Kay, because, you know, there's only been one team in finals history that's come back from 3-1, a LeBron James-led Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Um, and and look, I mean, it was an incredible feat. LeBron had to do everything to make sure that that thing happened. Uh, and, and and there's a lot of factors that played into their hands, you know, with the Warrior suspensions, all of this stuff. Um, but I think the, the critical thing... Are you still holding on to Draymond Green? No, I don't care. I mean, in essence, the, the this very same Cavs got swept a couple of seasons later. So, you know... You know? No, no big deal. But um, <laughs> I do think, though, <laughs> that... The thing in this particular finals was the Lakers played the series better. What they did was they, they they smelled blood in game one and they closed that out. They knew that if they went in one game two, that was gonna make, basically set the tone. They did that. So they could afford to lose the games that they did. And the, the Heat, although they came close to tying the series, never did it. And that's the critical thing because the, not just knowing that you are 3-1 down, but knowing that one of your best, your leading scorer in the playoff score and Dragic is out and you're 3-1 down. Knowing that Bam Adebayo might not be there and you're still 3-1 down makes it really tough. So, you know, that's why Jimmy then goes and puts in incredible performances. But the reality was what they needed was more people to contribute, not for Jimmy to kill himself doing it. And that really curtailed every single one of the efforts that they had to try and make to extend the series. So they'd already put themselves in a hole, but rather the Lakers have put them in that hole. And I think that was a really interesting thing for me to see. Um, what's been also very interesting is nobody talks about Frank Vogel and yes, the fact that he's won this championship. Yes, this is his first time as the head coach of the Lakers. This is his first season with the Lakers. Yeah. And, and and then he takes them all the way. I think Frank Vogel deserves all the respect as the coach, Cyrus. I mean, I know he's been head coach before. I mean, he was at the Pacers. Yeah. yeah. So Frank Vogel, Cyrus, besides, first of all, let me look at this whole Lakers squad, right? Let me look at this mm -hmm. whole Lakers squad. First of all, enough respect to LeBron James. All the naysayers are now quiet. He's smoking cigars. And he's having a nice time in Los Angeles. I think they they arrived in the early hours of today. Yeah, yeah. Um, LeBron James, all the respect. You know, fourth championship. He he's now one of the great Lakers because he joins all the Lakers that have led a team into getting a championship. I'm talking about Kobe. I'm talking about Magic. I'm talking about Kareem. I'm talking about Shaq. Mm. You know, all, all all the ones that have played a leading role in getting this franchise a ring, right? Or, or a championship or multiple championships. Yeah. So he he goes on that podium. Number two. That young man, Anthony Davis. Cyrus, at one point, I couldn't tell who was going to get the finals MVP. Okay, in sort of like mm. game five, it became apparent that LeBron would take the finals MVP. But towards yeah. the beginning there, I couldn't tell. It was either AD, AD was really good. Really, really excellent. good. And Cyrus, as a young man who came out of NOLA, he had been getting knocked out of the playoffs. He had never smelled the finals. I don't think he even knew what it was like to really make it to the second round. Mm. I think his team was always falling prey to the Portland Trailblazers. Whenever yep. they made them, they, they would get they whoopings. Them, they would get, get whoopings. whoopings left, right, and center. And I think him coming to to, to Los Angeles and winning this championship has given him uh, a, cer a certain confidence that is is going to be endearing Cyrus. He, he he's definitely if he sticks around. This is that's the future of the Lakers right there. Yeah, he's and the I think you will build a team around. And, and I'm glad he made it and and he got his chip. Number three, I got to talk about my man Rajan Rondo. Rajan Rondo was part of the 2008. Clip, uh, Celtics that won the Celtics 17th championship. He's also mm. part of the 2020 uh, Los Angeles Lakers that won their 17th championship. So, so he's a 17 a, guy. 
He's he's Mr. Seventeen right there. <laughs> Might as well just give give him a whole. I like that nickname, Mr. Seventeen. Mr. Seventeen. Although he's Mr. Nine, but anyway, moving right along. Dwight Howard. I remember Dwight Howard coming to the Lakers, uh, teaming up with Kobe. It it didn't go quite well. And as he departed, he thanked the Lakers to giving you know for giving him the opportunity, and he gave them some sort of promise that he'll be back and he'll do better. He came back. He did better. He was there defensively. He was that guy in the paint. He was irritating. Mm. He would get on the last nerve of the I other mean, bigs. Are, are we going to list every single one of the players here and no, then no, leave no, out no, Kyle no. Kuzma? Is that like your, oh, your ultimate plan? Just say, Cyrus, but of all the guys who doesn't deserve it. <laughs> look, 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 if Jared Dudley and Costas Antetokounmpo deserve rings, they <laughs> are Smith. Everybody gets a ring, Cyrus. I, I mean, enough respect to Kyle Kuzma. Cyrus, also, he, th- th- this guy, he, it was his first time in the finals. Those lights are bright, Cyrus. Mm. The I, whole I mean, season has been bright, Kaunder. So let's not just make it a finals thing. The whole season has but, been but, bright but, for but, this but, guy. But the nerves get to you when you're at the finals, Cyrus. When you're taking key shots and you know this could mean the chip or not the chip. And you've got hmm. a motivated Jimmy Butler that's screaming out all sorts of obs- obscenities and saying that they're not done yet, <laughs> they're in trouble. If you're a young guy like Kyle Kuzma and it's your first time, you, you know, you might be shaken a little bit. I mean, you, you saw even Danny Green at a certain point, he was looking a little bit un- well, unstable. He missed, and, and- he missed a shot badly. Um, but so then Markeith the, Morris chucked the ball away. I mean, yeah, the nerves can yeah, get to you. you know, the, the, the nerves pressure. can get to you, Cyrus. But I just wanted to point out a couple of Lakers players that I think, you know... You, they you deserve know, special really mention. Key. Yes, and, and JaVale McGee only. Because first of all, that's his third championship. Two with the mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors, one with yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. And he was in Africa for the... NBA Africa game 2018. Yeah. That's why I'm giving him special mention because he was a real great guy and he was great to hang around yeah. with. But Cyrus, you know, I've got to give it up for the Lakers. They showed that they had championship caliber. I only wish they mm-hmm. had met the Los Angeles Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And whoop, Clippers. And that people would stop putting a caveat on this championship because everybody's like, but what if they had met the Clippers? Uh, I think the Nuggets met the Clippers and told that story. <laughs> so let's not really hang on to the Clippers because oh, and that's true. they didn't even have team chemistry to start with. If the Nuggets could wallop them the way they did coming back from a 3-1 deficit in a serious semifinals, I mean, did they really deserve to be in the finals? No. Well, I always say I don't believe in deserves. If you, if you put in the work and you get the, the, the win, then you deserve the win. Nobody is owed anything. And I think that was one of the key lessons LeBron was trying to teach these guys when he got there, was that you have to not necessarily remain humble, but remain focused. I don't necessarily think that the Lakers were in a space that the Clippers were in, where the Clippers started to believe their own hype. LeBron's been here before. This is his 10th finals. He understands what it's like. Having won only four of those 10, he knows what losing looks like. And so, you you know, when you have that, an understanding of what it takes to win a championship, but also what it takes to come back from having lost one, there's a, it shows you just how great you are as an individual, as a player, and then also as a leader. There were no leaders in that Clippers unit. And I think when they were laughing at people and, and you know, acting the fool against the Nuggets, they, they were made to pay for that because they, they yep. took their, their eyes off the prize. And this is the critical thing. LeBron didn't allow the guys' heads to drop. He didn't allow the guys to, to get distracted by any of the talk about them being favorites or about them having to do things for other, other people. I think, you know, in a way, towards the end, the doing it for Kobe thing almost felt a little trite because 
everything then became about Kobe as opposed to why don't you just do it for yourselves, do it as a team. And I think LeBron would have said to them, yes, Kobe will be a huge part of why we do this, but you've got to make sure that you're maintaining this for yourself too. You want to be a champion. And you can see that that's what motivated these guys. I mean, I, I must say, and I'm going to start uh, putting out some some... I'm going to be chucking daggers here, but what kind of fans are they that can send death threats to people's loved ones when they miss a shot in a basketball game? There's some insanity out there at the moment. Danny Green's a fantastic player. He went and had a good game six and, and helped the Lakers win this championship and has been there the whole season and doing well. And, um, you know, I think that it's one thing to have a, a level of expectation on, you know, who you are, what you do when you represent the franchise. This is also a franchise that has been absolutely nonsense for 10 years. Cyrus, uh, first of all, I got to give a big shout out to Danny Green. First of all, much like LeBron, he is an athlete that's won rings with three different franchises. Mm -hmm. He's won with the Spurs. Last season, he won with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Now he's winning with the Lakers. He hasn't got four rings like LeBron, but he's got championships with three franchises. Mm -hmm which goes to show you the caliber of, of Danny Green. He's a yeah. three-point shooter. He was brought in. On winning teams. On winning teams. On, on, on winning teams. He's, he, he's fantastic. I think sometimes, Cyrus, as fans, people get carried away. And I think this is what happened. And sometimes that could have just been somebody looking to create some hype. We cannot even confirm that that person was a Lakers fan. It could have been just some idiot. And, 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 and I know sometimes fans can can get that hype sometimes you know even in soccer you've seen people throwing bananas at people who didn't deserve bananas just because they i'm not saying all lakers but and but, i didn't even but, single but, out lakers but, but, fans but, but i'm saying but i no, no, said but it could have been a lakers fan cyrus no, look it, i, I know, don't see why a clippers fan would be doing it but yeah no but it could just be some idiot you know what i'm saying no well, but, but, i think without a doubt it's definitely well, some idiot. It's, a, it's definitely <laughs> an idiot, but whether it's a Lakers fan or not, we don't know. But but look, fans can be a little over the over the top sometimes, and and, and you know, uh, I'll just like to say I I was also equally disappointed. I mean, that was one missed shot, and and it wasn't yeah. as if you know, like I was saying, th those are pressure moments, and 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 maybe he was expecting LeBron to dish it to AD because that was an option, and then all of a sudden the ball is in your hand, and you're like, oh lord, yeah. I gotta shoot this, the, especially if you're not looking at the clock and you don't know how many seconds are left. You might just say, oh my. When word. you're wide open as a professional, you sh you have to take the shot. You either miss it or you make it. It's one of those things. I I do think though that even the narrative about why did LeBron pass and all of that, it's it's junk. Like at the end of the day, you he made the right play, basketball play. Danny missed the shot and that was it. It didn't cost him the championship. And a year down the line, two years down the line, it won't be a thing. I think the, the, the critical thing for me in all of this is that we we have to look at just how incredible this Lakers season was. To to top the, the, the Western Conference standings was, was a remarkable achievement. And then yep. to do so well, I don't think, like they said, they didn't lose uh, in the playoffs. They, they only lost, um, what would it have been, like eight games in total? Yeah. Um, and, and so you look at it and you say the coaching staff, and this goes back to what I was trying to get at with Frank Vogel, is that mm -hmm. Vogel has done a fantastic job. And I think we have to give him credit for having put the team in place the way that he did. And also being humble enough to say, look, Jason Kidd, I think I need you as one of the assistants on this. Um, and it wasn't just him. Lionel Hollins had been there as well. So, you know, yep. full handy. They had a great, great backroom. And, and I think that the, the Lakers as an organization showed just how important it is to have 
have the right caliber people in place in order to get things done right. And then also to have everybody align. Um, LeBron was very happy to share not just the spotlight, but but uh, the rock with a lot of his teammates and and Anthony Davis. This will be the the absolute making of him as a superstar in the in the NBA. He's been a superstar for years. But this in particular, I think will be a catalyst for him to try and become a dominant force once LeBron leaves the league. Cyrus, first of all, LeBron has always been a pass-first player. Uh, he's never been a selfish player. That's why mm. he leads the league in assists, Cyrus. He knows how to make everybody else look good. And yeah. that's, that's the difference with it, between him and some of the greats who I won't mention because people might just start writing obscenities in, in the comment <laughs> section. But some greats came out a little selfish when they took over games. But Cyrus, LeBron can take over games and involve the other four guys on the floor and make everybody great. You like, don't, you don't a, make triple doubles a, without passing. W- without passing, you know, and without rebounding. Mm. But then, great narrative, Cyrus. Jason Kidd, right? Mm-hmm. Why, he gets a ring this time with the Lakers, right? Yeah. You know, he was on the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Dallas team Mavericks that, that beat, beat LeBron. LeBron James in 2011. Mm. How, how yeah. crazy is that narrative? Well, I, I guess when you've been in the league for so long, <laughs> there's going to be at least some threads. You'll be like, well, this is the guy that LeBron once passed to when he was 17. You know, <laughs> so there's, there's always so many different things. I mean, like if the Heat had won, it would be like, wow, can you imagine the Heat won? LeBron James was the last people to, player to do this, that, and the other at the Heat and when they did, won these championships. Um, yeah. I think, though, that the construction of this team was fantastic. Um and, and, and we need to also talk about another player, a person who was in Africa for the Africa game uh, in 2018, uh-huh. um, who happens to be the GM of the, the LA Lakers and formerly Kobe Bryant's um, agent in Rob Palenka. Um, Rob Palenka. He deserves a lot of credit for what he's done in putting this team together and also um, making the call about uh, Magic Johnson. And <laughs> I mean, gosh, there's been a heck of a lot of stuff that's happened uh, with this Lakers organization over the last couple of years. Absolutely, Cyrus. And, and first of all, before we leave uh, Frank Vogel alone, I, I, I've got to give him too much credit, Cyrus. Too much. I mean, credit mm-hmm. over credit. Because when I saw the lineup he came up with in game six, at first, I even questioned it. I'm like, he's starting Alex Caruso? What What's going on here? But you know, Alex has been good the whole season, right? He, Alex he's, Caruso, he's a fantastic player. Fantastic he, he's player. Been a fantastic player. I mean, Cyrus, having been... Uh, drafted by, 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 by OKC, being let go, going to the G League, going to the OKC affiliate, then going to the Lakers affiliate and winding up in the Lakers. Mm. Uh, I think it was part of a two-way contract or something like that. And all of a sudden emerging as even one of LeBron James's favorite teammates. Cyrus Caruso has been fantastic. So mm. fantastic. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he even subjected to a random drag, fe- drag test because he was playing so well? <laughs> I don't think that's how they do that. But yeah, he would have had to take a drug test. I think it's not it's not performance based. Uh, it wouldn't then be random. Listen, if um, if, if, you, if, you, if you are being tested for a performance enhancing drug, <laughs> no, trust me. Then I think the trust reason me. behind it is performance. They they, they they test everybody randomly. Okay. Um, and so okay. you'll find like, it's really interesting because the NBA doping protocols, that's a whole different podcast. We should actually talk about that stuff. It's very, very interesting because it's uh-huh. a little different to other sports. But um, I think the thing about it is that Caruso has got what every coach wants, heart, 
and he plays really great defense and he gives absolutely everything to the team and he's a coach's delight if the coach tells him to run into somebody he's going to run into somebody if the coach tells him all he wants him to do is just defend no don't take shots he will do that because you know you get these guys who their path to glory has been paved by having to fight for everything that they've got and um and he's done that you can see it even his hairline i mean he's fought for absolutely everything so you know alex no, Caruso sorry, is, a, is a great player alex Caruso is, is a great player and i think in terms of deserving this chip he's one of those right up top who say look the way you've been playing all season you deserve this chip and well mm. done alex Caruso." and not that everybody else on the lakers squad don't deserve it but you know at the end even the energy you give off the bench you know yep. helps the, the guys on the floor so Everybody, Quinn Cook, they all deserve that championship. And I think coming off the season they've had, um, I, I, I think they deserve to be where they are. Oh, I mean, they, yeah. they, there was a bit of luck on their side as well, but 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 but, but there was also a lot of work put in. Yeah, you, I mean, you make your own luck. You make your own luck. You make your own luck. And, 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 and as much as we, we, we thought it was a David and Goliath fight, David wasn't giving up that easy. And, 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 it, and it, it, it reminded the Lakers that even if something looks so lopsided, you still got to put in work. You've it's not like they showed up it. and said, yeah. oh, you know, we're going to score a couple of baskets and then play around with this Heat team. Nah, the Heat team weren't having it. I mean, they've got a defensive-minded uh, coach in Eric Spolstra, mm. who's won, you know, two championships with LeBron. And, 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 and you know, he, he, he understands what it takes, first of all, to play with LeBron and to play against LeBron. Because obviously... Yeah when LeBron was in the East, he would meet him four times in a season. So he mm. knows exactly who he was up against. And not just LeBron, he knew there were other pieces up there. And and and, and bringing in this young man, I'll say it again, Anthony Davis, Cyrus. Yeah, the best move that the Lakers did. And, and I think that, you know, when you look at it, I mean, yes, there've been also people talking about the fact that Palenka should have been um, at least the winner, if not nominated for um, the uh, executive yeah, yeah. executive yeah. of the season, yeah, um, and primarily because of the Davis trade. But it was almost a no-brainer. I mean, you know, the pull of LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis knows that he would have known going into this, even if it doesn't work out, you're only signing for a year. Um, uh -huh. Come to the Lakers and let's see what we can do. And and the talk of of building legacy, because right now Anthony Davis is a champion. We're going to forget yep. he was at the Pelicans at some point. And that's how <laughs> crazy this stuff is, right? Um, yeah. Because he's now like a, a Lakers legend having won a championship. Mind you, there are a few Lakers legends over the years who people have forgotten. But I think that when we look at this Lakers team and we're, we're looking at the future of this Lakers team, that's also something that's been very interesting for me is that it it almost felt to me and maybe to some other people that if they didn't do it this season, it was going to be even harder next season because LeBron's not aging in reverse regardless of his abilities um, but it's also about the composition of this team everything seemed to work right now absolutely Cyrus I think it was the perfect time Cyrus uh, LeBron is only a couple of months away from his 36th birthday and you know in sports 36 is not like in ordinary life where you're like nope. oh, I'm still kind of young by the time you played from age of 18 and you played all the way up to your age 36 you've appeared in 10, 10 finals, you, you mm. know, Cyrus, you, you, you've put a, a lot of work on that body. Yeah. And, and I know uh, LeBron takes care of his body very well, which mm -hmm. I, I assume is the same for every athlete. But 
uh, he's not going to be able to leap that high. He's not going to be able to run that fast. He's not going to be able... Well, he's still quite a very muscular guy that looks like he can run through brick walls. So for a, for mm -hmm. a while still, he's going to be able to bully ball a couple of guys, you know. I mean, you can imagine one of my favorite players, John Morant, trying to guard LeBron. You know, he's, you know <laughs> but 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 uh, you you're quite right, Cyrus, when you say he's not aging in reverse. You know, I, I can see what happened to Vince Carter happening to LeBron James. He's still there. He's still a presence, but you know, he's now just an OG vet. You know, yeah. Like, like okay, you you've been around. It, it's it's kind of like, uh, and and people might you know nail me to the cross on this one. He. Pretty soon, he'll become like Jordan at the Wizards. I you know, don't know if that's the case, but I understand what you're saying, though. Ooh, that's, no, no, that's, not exactly. That's some not, stuff not right there. No, no, but, <laughs> I, but exactly. I get you. I get you. But, I get but you, you know what I'm alluding to, right? Yeah, now I get you. And, and, and I, I think this is it in the sense that, you know, it, there could be a really precipitous drop that happens where suddenly, you know, the, the powers don't just fade. They, they completely disappear. But I don't think that's the kind of thing that will happen with, with, with LeBron, especially when you've also seen the evolution of his game. He doesn't have to take over games and score 30 points every game. He can go out and, and dish dimes, and he's, and he's been doing that. Um, but I, I just look at this Lakers team, and I think, okay, um, of the players who are under contract for next season, you've got LeBron, um, Anthony Davis has got the player option next season, um, Danny Green, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Avery Bradley, JaVale McGee, Kyle Kuzma, um, Quinn Cook, Alex Caruso, Rajon Rondo, Talon Horton Tucker. That's basically it. Then you're having to reconstruct a team around these guys to try and chase another championship next season. And, you know, what pieces do you have available to you? Um, because in essence, they spent 116 million, uh, 116.9 million on salaries this season. And next season, they've already got a guaranteed 116 million. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, what moves they make, and whether or not they try to find a third star to alleviate the pressure on all of these guys. Um, especially when you look at somebody like Kyle Kuzma, is now the time um, where you start thinking, okay, fine, maybe we got to uh, trade this man and, and see what we can do and what we can get for him. Um, I think that, yes, we've got to dwell on the, the Lakers um, championship and congratulations to them. And congratulations to you as the, the biggest fanboy I know. Um, you know, though, when you yeah. put my favorite player with my favorite team, problems. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I am thankful that you've managed to at least stave off some of the obnoxious uh, remarks. You know, you're an incredible dude. I would have potentially <laughs> been out there saying some wild stuff. Um, That's what off camera is for, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, but, but look, but, Cyrus, I, I think the Lakers looking at this run and looking at now they've put a big target on their back right yeah. once you win a championship you got a big target on your back and especially if you've got two of the top five players in the league on your squad and everybody wants to prove you wrong right mm. so I think with the kind of budget they might have and the, you know they, they, they can offload now your likes of Jared Dudley your likes of J.R. Smith no you know, all they, those they guys are gone these. I mean they're, 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 their contracts are not even there they're basically free agents so the, the Marquise so, Morris Dudley Dwight Howard Dion Waiters even, even Costas I think was only sort of guaranteed one more season with them but J.R. Smith in particular also just and look at the age of these guys um, yeah. Markeith Morris is 30, that's still fine. Jared Dudley, 34. Dwight Howard, 33. Dion Waiters is 27, but he might uh, look for a different spot to be in. J.R. Smith is 35. 34, mm -hmm. sorry. So, and this is the point I was trying to make, is that 
it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward because I think that the Lakers will want to try and run it back, will want to try and win this championship again. It will be and you know extremely the, tough. You know, the only way they can win it again is mm-hmm. they need another they, they need another star or and, another and star that seems, that's rising. That seems to be what, what a lot of people have in mind. And, and so you're seeing names like Victor Oladipo being thrown in the mix um, yep. amongst others. And, uh, they and, need... They need another bona fide scorer, Cyrus. Hmm. As you know, uh, LeBron is trying to move away from being that scorer that goes into the paint. So the paint now uh, belongs to AD, but I'm glad AD can stretch the floor and still shoot from three-point hmm. range. Uh, he, his, his mid-range is almost as irritating as Nikola Jokic's mid-range. <laughs> it looks like it's going in the sky somewhere, and before you know it, splash. Yeah. But what they need is a player such as a Vicoladipo who can shoot from three-point range, but also can can drive to the hoop. So mm. they, they need they need a scoring guard because they've got LeBron, who's sort of the de facto point forward. And then they've got uh, AD, who likes to play in that number four spot because he doesn't like being a center. So if they mm. can get like an efficient shooting guard or, or, or yeah, an efficient shooting guard, I, I think they'll be great. And uh, I, I think they might keep Dwight Howard. I, I think he still has one or two seasons left in him with that kind of energy. I just don't yeah. know if they'll keep Rondo, though. Because well, Rondo's, Rondo's he is under contract, though. But I think the, okay. the issue here will be um, they might try to shift it um, and maybe mm-hmm. go younger. Because, um, and I know we've spoken about this, um, you, you want to be able to put yourself in a position where you've got long-term success as well. And... Um, I don't know if that's where they are, especially when you look at the elevated ages of a lot of the guys who are the main stars in this team, like LeBron is 34. Obviously, Anthony Davis is, uh, um, sorry, I said 34. Uh, yeah, I was about LeBron to say, is 35. You must, be, you must be a bigger fan of LeBron than I am. Anyway, <laughs> I'm shaving, shaving years off him. But then, you know, <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis is still young enough that they can build around him. And some of the other guys are sort of, you know, early 30s. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, but I don't think that you can ever write off LeBron James or the Lakers. And uh, I'm looking forward to next season. Um, maybe what we need to do is potentially look at, at, at what c- could happen for different teams in terms of trying to reconstruct stuff. The Milwaukee Bucks must be sitting in their houses thinking, how did we miss out on this opportunity? Um, but that's a story Team for another day. That's a story for another day. Thank you so much, Kaunda. Uh, we're going to have to wrap it up right there. Final thoughts on this Lakers championship? Uh, hashtag Laker Nation, hashtag this is what we do, hashtag purple and gold, hashtag LeBron is still king, hashtag see you in El Segundo. Well, there we go. Kaunda Chama with all of the hashtags. <laughs> and uh, I guess he's still making, uh, having a lot of joy and, and just making himself really, really happy. But thank you for listening to the Post Up Podcast. It's been incredible. From me, Cyrus, from that guy, uh, Four Rings K. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is goodbye and we'll see you next time.